Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. I'm TJ Majors. This is Brent Griffin. Get ready. Be ready. Be ready. Give me what you got here. New leader. Well, watch out for this guy. White flag. Recognize. Hello. 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 Clear. Bring home. Three wide. Coming to the line. Door. Clear. Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors. We have a full house. All those nicknames last week about TJ, and you didn't tell them what TJ really stands for. Thanks, everybody. Junior. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Griffin, Spotter, Clint Boyer, Elliot Sadler, Myatt Snyder. We're off to Homestead. We got our super sub in the house, Freddie Kraft. Not a sub this time, though. Uh, yeah, just addition. <laughs> yeah. Um, addition. Addition. How the hell did you get up this morning? I'm telling you, I kicked your asses yesterday is what happened. That's all I know. <laughs> you did. Oh, P10. I am wearing you out yesterday. Finally. P10. I just knew we were all going to be on the show today, so he I didn't He was wanna... so excited to be able to say that, too. <laughs> well, I saw TJ wreck, and then I saw me wreck, and I was like, well, Freddie's next. We're all three leaving early. <laughs> Or Bummer Clears jinxed us all this week. I t- yeah. What time did you guys get home? I don't know. Late. Uh, Late. We still had to wait on people. Yeah. You know? We landed that damn. You probably beat us home. Oh, I got home like 1030. We didn't even stop. Yeah, there was a huge tailwind. Oh, we stopped. We were hauling ass. Wow. So we stopped. In Oklahoma <laughs> City. Freddie, you look like Tony Soprano sitting like that. I do. Yeah. No, Thanks. it's a little weird. I'm surprised you know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Diller just wrote that down for me to say, so I have no idea. How do we should like, guess that? That actually makes sense. Yeah. Casey. Jason knows nothing from like nine or two thousand yeah, and earlier. Like not yeah. even that. Like pre two thousand. Yeah. If it's before when were you bar- born? Ninety eight. Yeah, if it's pre Barney, he has no idea what yeah. the twentieth century was. Not Jason's forte. No. Oh no my here. god, <laughs> Casey, this is your last show potentially of yeah, maybe ever. Well, wait, but we definitely, <laughs> but, but definitely of two thousand eighteen regular season. Is this something you should be aware of? Am I getting fired? Well, you, you had us. You had, you were talking all those dirty things before we went on the okay, show. Okay, I literally <laughs> talked about my house, and then you took it and reworded it to make it seem Nobody, like it was dirty. I didn't reword anything. Nobody. Reworded no, you, there's no rewording of anything. No. And on that note, I thought we'd do another show like around Christmas. Yeah, he said end. of the regular season. Of the we regular might do a Christmas season. show. Yeah, it's still free to pay attention. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it costs absolutely okay, nothing. you weren't here last week, so. I know, and I, I got, brought donuts, so you guys should did. be nice to me. I know. Okay? I know. Casey Which back donuts. door did you go out to get those? <laughs> since you have two back doors. <laughs> You, I don't know anybody in America that says they have two back doors, and you said you have two back doors. So, where exactly are is the other back door? 
I'm serious. Uh, I, I mean, I've had a lot of houses. I, I, Freddie just bought a new house. How many back doors do you have? I got one back yeah. there. One. Uh, TJ, I don't know one. If, one. I don't know if you're trying to take it dirty like you did earlier. Oh, no, I'm not taking it dirty. I literally have, have two back doors. I have a. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Phoenix. Uh, weather was wait, awesome. Uh, this dusty. show probably can't get any worse to start off. <laughs> hey, we got Tito's. Vodka for dog people. Uh, oh, hey, there it is. Look. Oh, I wanted real oh, Tito's. Oh, we got real. There's Holy a case. Cow. No way. Holy cow. <laughs> vodka uh, and donuts. Get the donuts out of the way. Put the vodka down. Somebody sent us what? a case of vodka. No way. Shut up. This is way better than Chicken Mini. Wow. Casey, they also brought Susan a gift. Look at all this. Oh. You, know, you know who doesn't get one? Jason. Hey, do we have <laughs> shot glasses in the uh, gift store? Go get a shot glasses. Wait, who brought this? I need to. It literally need just showed up. Are you serious? Holy cow. Need a dog leash? We don't know who sent it. Oh. No, it just isn't. Dylan was like, yeah, it was here. Give it is that Casey, ginger beer? She's got all this. Oh, we got it. Now we got everything to make a Moscow mule. What in the Wow. <laughs> Somebody go get limes. What did y'all do last week while I was gone? <laughs> What did y'all Holy say? cow. My best friend Tito this really my paid best off. Friend Tito. Are you serious? <laughs> look, I even brought a mixer. I knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. Look at all these. <laughs> <laughs> One for each kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one per family one member, for right? Each dog? Like, Honestly, yeah. I'm like one for every day Let's that see. we get to yeah. Miami. <laughs> Let's go get a Madeline, shot glass uh, gift shop. Stella, my wife. Man. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, we're nice. not go Do we know where these came from? Can we take photos? Can we? Yeah. Wow. They came from Tito's. Yeah. Tito's. Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to start talking about other brands so they send stuff and Dang. Oh, uh, Jason, stuff shows up. You might not want to do that quite yet. Uh, <laughs> I'm just wow. saying. Yeah. You might want to wait a little bit. When do you turn 21? Uh, February. Oh, yeah. You might want to wow. give it a couple months. Freddie <laughs> drank this much. Uh, <laughs> Saturday? <laughs> the last time I saw him. <laughs> it led, to a, it led to a top ten. <laughs> Whatever works. Man. Oh wow! That's awesome. Wow! Well, it's it's Christmas in November. This will yeah. be great as we head into Miami. <clears throat> yeah. So I just got followed back by Epic Kid Fails on Twitter. That's awesome. <laughs> Those uh, wow! What a great surprise. Yeah, I know. That's great. <laughs> this has been an awesome show. This is, we could stop. You ready? Vodka. Yeah, Let's we could just close it right now. Yeah. Start the party. <laughs> we got a case of vodka. <laughs> we get the hell out and of here. Can we mention a few other brands and maybe we'll get something we else? We got a next case year? of vodka and two uh, donuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lord help us. Oh, Championship Lord. week. Casey is arguably the busiest she's ever been. <laughs> True. Right, Casey? Well, I mean, you guys came in here and I was already working. That's so. why I'm referencing. Like, what this are you working true. on? Tell us what so, you're doing. When you're a sponsor, when you're affiliated with a sponsor and you don't know who, A, your championship four are, and then you know your championship four, so you have to do all the work leading up to Miami – but you're also planning stuff for the champion, and you don't know who that is. Anyways, it's hard when you're a sponsor because you don't know. So you have to create four different posters, yeah. four different graphics. You have to do a run of show for one driver. Like, it's a, it's a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, it's fun. It's just, it's definitely one of the busiest weeks of the year. I'd say for a sponsor that's affiliated with the sport and this like nascar in general yeah especially if you don't know you could have a wild card win that last race and it could yeah. be you know somebody you didn't expect and uh get to redo all your stuff i'm sure but exactly or yeah. all the shirts that 
teams and uh, NASCAR makes that says champion, like Christopher Bell, champion Justin Allgaier, which so we all what are you gonna, what do you do with that stuff? Um, I mean, we didn't do that this year. We actually, so when I was with Miller Coors, uh, we actually created it and had a rush, like, ready to go. But I think my year, we, he didn't win the championship, so we didn't. Because there used to be, like, they they used to make them for all of them, and then they would ship them off to... Like, you give them away to yeah. Goodwill or... Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard a lot of people do, but, I mean, we I have not done that yet. What you got? Dog, oh, dog toys? Squeak em. I know. Susan has a leash now for Tito's. Nice. Yeah, I love Tito's. But I can't physically take this dog toy home. I, will. I can. I'm gonna take one home. Right. Mo's yeah. got one. Yeah, yeah, I'll take one. Yeah, it's got a what Clemson. the heck? There's only two. Yeah. It's got a Clemson tiger paw. On oh it. my! Oh. God. Oh, really? Are you serious? Oh, it does. Yeah. Did you Where's wear orange this week to match Clint's car? Oh god. Nah. I don't wear orange. Go cop. Uh, Team player. Savvy. Surprised you touched it. I'll touch it. He didn't realize. <laughs> he didn't realize it was on there. <laughs> Anyways, how was Phoenix, guys? Sucked, sucked, and great, great, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty I mean, much. I feel like for you, TJ, you were pretty. This was probably a comfortable race for you. You didn't have to do much. <laughs> it looked like it. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> I he was really comfortable sitting back there watching the whole thing. <laughs> I knew we weren't very good at Phoenix in the spring, so I kind of, I kind of thought we would. You know, I, I knew if we had to race our way into Phoenix, it was going to be tough. So. Um, but I, you know, I thought we could have a good shot at it. We normally can put together some good races. So, but I looked down. Uh, I don't know what lap it was. I looked down to a little fan vision, trying just looking for a lap time. I looked back up, and we are spinning towards turn <laughs> one. And I'm like, Oh God, were we near somebody I didn't know about? So that was the first thing it I thought of. You. It scared me because I'm like, Who'd we hit? Who hit us? What happened? And uh, I literally looked up and said, uh, Hold the breath. <laughs> like, I was given a lap time. I'm like, Oh God. I- I, no I, did, I did the same thing. Like, I looked down. We were right behind you, like, I don't know, 20 car lengths behind you. I looked down and laughed. We crossed the line, looked down and laughed time. I look up, and Kate, you're spinning. Oh, yeah. Pointing over the wall. I'm like, start screaming, check up. Bubba's like, where the hell were you on that one? Oh, like, yeah. Oh. Well, I, yeah. I was it there. Was, I mean, it was just did, one of them. You weren't in it. <laughs> it was at a weird spot. Like, you don't expect it. Yeah. You don't really know. I mean, it was. Um, and we, I don't think our car was damaged that bad, but we had rear flat tires, and we were backed into, the, we were too close to the wall to get a push. So he had to get out, and if you get out, you're pretty much done. You're yeah, done, which was a blessing. Well, let's be honest. We would have been four or five laps down by the time he got off the wall. Um, and honestly, you don't know what else. It, something probably could have been tore up from. We did hit the wall a tiny bit, but who knows, man. I mean, like you said, it wasn't going to be any benefit for us to ride around. There's not one variable that will cause you to wreck <laughs> except – a tire failure or a mechanical failure. So, I mean, like, we're all – I did the same thing. I was looking down. I was like, why is he wrecking? And <laughs> yeah, then off he it, goes. It scared – I think Suarez still hadn't figured out that you wrecked. <laughs> <Probably not laughs> yeah. It scared the hell out of me because I looked up and I'm, I'm like – see him hit the six? Oh, he hit no. six. The six, I will say, though, the six, like – He had bird's eye view. He slammed on the brakes. He was like, oh, God, like slammed on the brakes hard, like going down 77 and the guy in front of you slammed the brakes. Uh, and – it's such a weird spot, though. Those guys aren't used to having to check up quite there. I mean, it's just a weird spot for somebody to wreck. You don't expect it. So yeah. you can see where Daniel, you know, I'm not sure what. Maybe he was looking at his dash or something. I don't know. It only takes a split second. Yeah. And you're there. So, but yeah. But the end of the race got exciting. Yeah. I mean. What a show. I know. The end of the. I was listening on MRN. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, saw Denny, uh, Kurt walk up to Denny's plane. 
Oh. Oh. Yeah. And Interesting. They had, it was fine. You could tell Kurt was dejected. Uh, yeah, but you could tell they were they I mean for a minute I thought I'm like, "Oh, this could be interesting." And then it just was like, you know, you could hey, I think Kurt was over it by then. Yeah. And um I went to Denny's bus to watch the race and I had just got up to move the car to go pick up Joel when all that happened. I was like, "I'm glad I left Denny's bus." <laughs> all his all his peeps were in there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Freddie, uh, top 10, huh? Yeah. Yeah, just what the doctor ordered for us getting to close out the year. I mean, we've been miserable for about four months now maybe the doctor ordered you a case of vodka <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> you just had another good run though somewhere else a couple weeks ago right uh, 16th somewhere yeah we were running pretty good at uh texas at a good car and no we didn't were, finish it off you were hurt you were messing kyle up yeah yeah our no. car was good though we were running about 15th 16th and ended up i don't remember where we finished in that race yeah. but. i honestly think they could take the tire from texas and the tire from phoenix and just set them all on fire. And <laughs> they need to start. Goodyear needs to start completely over with those two tires. I mean, those are both two good racetracks. And holy one single lane lap times. Like, there's no tire wear. Yeah. yeah. You know? I did. I, I stayed and watched the, the rest of the race. And um, I was actually. Uh, Phoenix is widening out. Slowly but surely. It's widening out. I saw Larson move up there a quarter of the way into the race and turns one and turns three and four now. Yeah, and he and lost about three-tenths of the lap up there. No, nah, he was moving. He was making up time, especially backwards. on the high side, one and two. He's <laughs> going forward. He was moving backwards after about two laps of it. Yeah, I saw him making up time because then Kyle started doing it right after he started doing it. He went backwards too. Ah, <laughs> I think they were doing fine. Um, but it is like there, there is a legit – you want to be on the outside kind of from the second row back and with one and two on restarts. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause it rolls. So, you know, it's good to see it and the facility. I don't know if you walked around it at all inside. It was pretty awesome. I wish I'd owned a fence company out there. I know <laughs> I've never seen so many fences in my life. I just want to, or that white fence on that house on the way to Martinsville the white fence yeah. on the left. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. Yeah. I know what there's you're like about. 16 miles of white fence. Yeah. Must pay good to build fences. Must. <laughs> Must. Anyways. Shall we get into spot on, spot off? Yeah, I All guess. right. First one, Harvick still advances to championship four despite post-Texas penalties. Spot on, spot off, Freddie. Uh, I mean, I guess spot on for him making I mean, he made it interesting for sure. Uh, it was it was going back and forth there for a while. You know, he got that. He looked like you go into the weekend, sits on the pole, fastest in practice. You're like, oh, God. Kevin Harvick is getting ready to wear us out again yeah. at Phoenix, of all places, where he's already got, what, nine like nine wins. wins. Yeah. So then you get into the race, and he's, you know, leading, starting to, you know, Chase is kind of hanging with him. As that run goes on, he starts creeping away, creeping away. And then he we had, he had actually just lapped us, and he went to one and pushed up. And I'm like, oh, four's got a flat. And then all of a sudden, the whole race changed. Now you're looking at Chase could win, knock the four out, 41 could win. I've, I made a comment to Bubba. I'm like, this is the race you do not want to be leading. Four's leading, right front flat. 41's leading, passes the pace car, lap penalty. Yeah. Chase is leading, speeds down pit road. I'm penalty. like, nobody wants to get in this damn chase. Like, yeah, yeah. But uh, spot on for Kevin getting there. You know, uh, 18th was pretty scary, too. 18th? Was not the place <laughs> you wanted to be in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but spot on for them guys making the chase. Obviously, they. I think it's pretty obvious. Well, you know, between him and Kyle, they've been the best two cars, so it's only fitting they race it out this weekend. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, I think the the weirdest thing for everybody is we think Kevin is locked in on Sunday of last week. We think he's locked in on Monday of last week. We think he's locked in on Tuesday of last week. And then all of a sudden on Wednesday, 
NASCAR drops the hammer on this team for a spoiler modification. Can you say that again? What? Spoiler? Spoiler. <laughs> for a kiss my ass modification. <laughs> How does that sound? So I think, like, as a fan, man, that's a really hard thing to digest. I mean, imagine being a Kevin Harvick fan, and three days after the win, they tell you your guy, his win doesn't count. You know, it's like watching the, the Cowboys last night and watching them win the game, and then on Wednesday they come out and go, hey, those last two touchdowns don't count. That guy had on an illegal set of cleats. <laughs> and you're like, oh, we can't do that. So, I mean, I think it's it's certainly a very inefficient process to get to that point for our fans, which I have to give, you know, I have to give NASCAR a, a hats off to finding what they found. You know, there's only two ways that NASCAR finds these things. I bet you 80% of the time somebody in the garage sees it or hears about it and tells on you. Tattletale. You know, your mom said don't be a tattletale. Well, there's a lot of tattletales <laughs> in there. The second thing is one of their great officials who those guys worked their guts out all year found it. So I'm not sure which one was which, but but obviously there was some discrepancies in the spoiler. But, I mean, here we are on Wednesday. Now, like, like Freddie said, you kind of taken the wind out of these guys' sails, and now they're just barely in. And when his tire went out, he was out. And then before Kurt's penalty of passing the pace car, he was really out on points. And if Chase, Kurt doesn't screw that Chase up. Chase, too. Yeah. If Kurt doesn't screw that up, Kurt was going to get 10 more points. You're talking a huge swing there. So to, to watch Kevin and that team without a crew chief, which I'm telling you, is going to be hard this weekend um, to watch them battle back from adversity and still make it. I mean, that's you can't say anything on the spot on. They've been fast, like Freddie said all year. I'm uh, I'm spot off because I don't want to race against him. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sp- I'm spot on for them making it. I mean, it's tough to come back through like that. They had a they had a lot of luck. They had a bunch of luck after their misfortune of the tire, which happens to, could happen to anybody. You go into there, you know that can happen any week. Um. Do you think the apron was causing all those tires to do that? Mm. The way we were diving down on it, and I don't think so because I don't think we used it that much, and we blew the tire. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you blew a right rear, right? Yeah, he was a right front. I think we were a we left were. Rear. You look yeah. like a left rear. Yeah, the way I think you it was spun. a left rear. So, um, but you know they had a lot of luck. They a lot of things went their way with the nine getting that penalty because I, I think the nine could have been a real threat for the win. So so was the forty one. Until he had that passing the pace car penalty deal, um, he those two guys were going to be tough to get around. Um, so you know, spot on for those guys for running, a, just putting the race together. To, they had to do. There's so many things that we say throughout the year and throughout a race that you don't feel like you need to say. You know what I mean? And and I mean as a spotter is what I'm talking about. And one of those things is when we're leading the race, and and you're fortunate obviously to be leading, but you're you have to say. The pits are open. Make sure you do not pass the pace car coming to pit road. We saw everybody under the sun do it forever. And then all of a sudden, pow, they popped Martin Truex. I think they even popped him at Phoenix is where he was at. And, then, Phoenix. and then prior in that race, I think we saw Carl Edwards and some other leaders do it, not get popped. But all of a sudden, pow, they popped us. And then it's like, man, you, you have to make that call. And you almost sometimes feel dumb being so redundant with some of the things that, all right, coming to the green, don't pass before start finish. I've said this 2,000 times this year. <laughs> but the one time you don't say it and they have yeah. a brain fart and they do it, you your team gets – they get penalized. You don't do your job. So, you know, I obviously don't know what the radio communication was on the 41 yesterday. But nonetheless, that's just a, another another area yeah. where we have <laughs> to do our jobs. I, I You know – I get it. Coming to pit road, don't speed up because then you could just really, if there's no roll to that, you could just take off. Yeah. What when is the? I agree with staying it, staying even with the pace car. But once you hit pit road, 
I think this happened in the truck race to Crafton, didn't it? He got in trouble for passing the pace car, but he was in the middle of three and four when he got. He was on pit road down there and got it. He beat him to the start finish line. Yeah, I don't agree with that call either. No, if you're on pit, if you if the, you the pace car is the first person to pit, you know, to pass the line, and the leader comes down, if the pit road's shorter than the racetrack, you should not be penalized. It's not like you can exit. The pit road's closed. Yeah, you can't exit. You're not gaining anything. You know what I mean? You're coming out behind everybody that stayed out already. You're yeah. not gaining anything. Why? How's the and guy? Typically, that's hard because the pace car usually runs faster than the pit road speed. Once we take the green, you know, the yeah. pace car goes out there and runs pit road speed before the race to set the the pace. But once we go green, it speeds up ten miles an hour. So that's hard to believe that could happen. But I yeah. just was saying, man, like it's you ever just feel like you're saying the though. same stuff over and over for no yeah, reason. And they they you know not like we said we don't know what was talked about on there, but somebody I think it was the seven car. The restart before actually got popped for the same thing. He he was the you know lead lap cars all pitted. Yeah. Now lap down cars are going to come. Well, he's the first car behind the pace car. Yeah. He passes the pace car, got held on pit road for a lap. So that was like the caution or two cautions before the forty one got popped. So you got to know. And NASCAR's finicky. We've talked about this before about you know like they're sometimes they let stuff go. Sometimes they're you know you're really looking out for certain things. So you know if they're popping that seven car for passing the pace car, yeah. They are going to be all over the leader for it. So Absolutely. you just got to be able to like like you said like you feel really redundant. You feel really like you're repeating yourself, but the one time you don't do it is the time you'll screw up and then you'll you know and now they make an effort to get up there though like he had to actually throttle up to pass him well he does but they all do it because they're trying to get away from the guy behind them you know but it's just like now they've added that new rule where before start finish you can't go below the yellow line on the inside apron like i mean you just steadier there's steady new rules coming and you're steady saying the same stuff and i I don't know i just yesterday was one of those times where i was sitting there watching it going Wow, I know I don't lead a lot of races coming to pit road, but when I do, I'm glad I usually remember to say that because yeah. you, you just never know, you know. Kurt Busch and Denny Hamlin wreck, taking Chase Elliott and Bush out of contention. Spot on, spot off. Brett. I just hate it happened because Kurt was out there on old tires. They were four wide, which is obviously exciting. I just, you know, Denny made – a very small error. It looked like to me on the replay that he was chasing the car up the hill. He had gotten loose. Kurt's obviously had a deficit on old tires. But if you can ever get off a of two and get the lead, you can be lights out and be a straightaway gone in five or six laps because everybody else is back there in a the hornet's nest. So I just hate the fact that it that it did take out so many championship guys. I mean, the 41 obviously got wrecked. He shot back across the track and, and nailed Chase Elliott. But here's the thing. Denny Hamlin has won a race every year since 2006 we talked about it on this show he's trying to keep his winning streak alive those kind of streaks keep sponsors they keep your job and he's got a lot on the line i know kurt has a lot on the line out there in the championship play but in denny's mind this is a race he can win and it's his job to go out and win it so i think this was just a product of of hard race and it's just unfortunate it took so many guys i'm uh i'm spot off because it did kind of ruin the race I mean, it kind of ruined, like you said, we had different strategies playing out right there, and it was going to get, it was getting exciting. I mean, it was getting real exciting. Uh, the 10 was driving the wheels off it, trying to do everything he could do. Um, like you said, and that's a hard spot for spotters, too, right there. That's mm-hmm. a really hard spot it's it exiting is. turn two. It's probably the hardest spot on the racetrack, honestly. Um, How many know. times did you call the new turn one, turn three? <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to do it until this race next year. That's what I was like, something, something, turn three, turn one. Yeah. Right. So, but I, I thought I heard Denny's Denny quoted that he thought he had a little more room than that. So, and it's hard to describe the gaps that right there. So he's trying to open the wheel up, and you know Kurt's 
trying to get a, a run out there. So I don't think Denny did it on purpose or anything like that. But I think just think it was hard racing. But they were four wide. Yeah, if, if Denny, I mean, at that point they got to be too wide. But at that point, I mean, Denny, you, you're gonna. I know he wants to win the race, but you got guys out there that are, you know, have a little bit more at stake. You think you would just be a a little bit more cautious with it. Not saying you shouldn't go try to win the race, but I don't know if I'd try to stand in the throttle and slam the door on somebody out there that's trying to win the race for a championship, you know, possibility. Um, spot off, just for the fact that I think Danny's... No, no, you're spot... Dude, that got you like seven spots. I'm spot on for them, get, them, <laughs> them getting me my top ten. I appreciate that. Uh, that was a, a bit of a help. spot off that? But I, I'm just going to spot off for the fact for Danny's sake, because Danny's starting to work on a Kyle Busch reputation where he continues to take out the most popular driver hmm. this is two mm. years in a row now he's taken him out of the contention oh, yeah. for the championship yeah last year he got him this year he got him again yeah so i mean that's you know he's starting to, i mean you don't want to kyle how long kyle still hasn't recovered from wrecking junior at richmond that day so i, mean, I don't think you ever recover <laughs> from that so i mean it's no spot off for danny that but like you said i didn't mind because it took about <laughs> seven or eight good cars out of my way and bumped me up for my 17th place finish to a top 10. All right. Busy week for Silly Season with Truex the 19, Cindric full-time to the Xfinity Series 22 car, Chastain full-time to the 42 in the Xfinity Series, and then Jeffrey Earnhardt gets nine races with JGR in the Xfinity Series. What do you think, TJ? Uh, I think the only – the real surprise here um, – Obviously, Jeffrey doing that, that, that's big for him. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's awesome for him to do, and now he gets a chance to go show, you know, this is the same path Ryan Priest kind of took. Uh, so it's good for him to be doing that. And the other deal, like, good for uh, Ross Chastain getting that shot. This is what, what Kevin Harvick said he would never get an opportunity to do, and now he's getting it. So um, good for him for proving to that. Good, the sponsors for – Stepping up and giving somebody a shot that that you know big for that man. That's big for for some for Not them to dog. step up and yeah for them to step up and you know what this kid drove really good for us. We're gonna give him a chance to prove himself some more. That's awesome. Yeah, spot on for it. You know, like you said, Ross of course getting the ride. Um, Martin Truex of the nineteen was pretty much a done deal. We knew that months ago. Awesome for Jeffrey, like you said, kind of. Betting on yourself here, just going to take your money and and focus on you know a little bit less race. You know he's done a lot of racing this year, and we've tortured him about some of the stuff he's done on the Cup side. Uh, so hopefully he can take that and make it a you know a good opportunity for himself. Some other stuff I think me and Brett heard about this week. Um, well, you, I think it broke uh, Mike Wheeler, Danny's crew chief is yeah. is going to move over to ninety five next year. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wheels is is going to the ninety five. Yeah. Wheels is going to the ninety five. Big get for the ninety five. Yeah. yeah. And and then uh, I think one of the Xfinity Gibbs crew chiefs is going to move up and do Danny. I wasn't sure. I'm not sure which one. Um, There's a lot of disparity right now at JGR and Xfinity series. I mean, I know we all know Ryan Priest can drive a race car. And, and he's been in this Gibbs equipment, and we've not seen him. We've not seen him in the top five. We not. We've I feel not like seen. it's after he announced his riding cup. It yeah, was kind of. But it just it the thing the thing is Casey for me like Christopher Bell is lights out fast. Yeah. And nobody else over there is. And in the Cup series, it was kind of that way all year. Kyle was lights out fast, and none of the other Cup cars were. So it, it's not the JGR that it was two years ago in the sense of all the cars are flying and all the cars are winning races and all of them are contending for championships. So I, I think for this this JGR thing, man, it's a uh, 
it, it's a big play for Jeffrey, but he's got to get in the right car here. Yeah, for sure. Definitely better than what he's been any opportunity he's had before. 100%. You know? 100%. So, I think the Xfinity Series, this, this to me makes the Xfinity Series pretty exciting next year. Um, you know, with Cindric going in there, and honestly. You said he was going to win last week, right? No. Yeah, on Did the I? show. Yeah. You said he was going to win at Phoenix. Said, you said with Brad. Be, said he could cause, win. Cause I, I said it would be fast. Yeah. <laughs> Which it, I mean, he, 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 was finished, fast. he finished fourth. And he if you look at it, though, <laughs> if you look at it, though, he, um, to, to actually be, for his first full year in an Xfinity, Xfinity season, driving that 60 car some, who knows that no matter who, Freddie gets in that thing and it wrecks, you know, it doesn't <laughs> matter. has one problem. Well, he's just on inexperienced still. He has to stop hitting. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's a really, really simple fix. I mean, just three weeks ago, he wrecked Christopher Bell at Texas. Bam, right into his left rear. And I'm like, yeah, yeah can't, but can't, week, keep, can't keep doing that. The week before that, all guy got him. Can't he, keep doing that. He was but, mad on the radio this week that everyone was running him really hard in the Xfinity race. Because they don't yeah, like the way he races. So you got to pay attention to that. But back to what Freddie was saying, I, I am spot off for all of this silly season stuff because I didn't even hear two out of the four of these things. I heard the Chastain news. I saw the Truex news. I was not aware Cindric had announced full time because there's already so much going on in our championship world. Mm -hmm. You got the Harvick penalty thing going on. I mean, that was huge. Then you just got the championship talk in general where eight drivers in three series are, are funneling down to four drivers in three series. So I, I think strategically you have to be a lot better. I mean, I, we hear Matt Tiff's got some news going on where he may be going cup racing and, and you start hearing all these things and it's like, y'all know what, man, it's too late. Like you either need to a get this, out of the way a few weeks ago or B, just hold it after Homestead so, yeah. because you get lost now in the whole conversation. I'm, I'm sure it's tough for sponsors too when you have your championship four and then people that aren't in the championship four are announcing news to try and kind of boost Become their, yeah, yeah, and their exposure and it's probably really tough right now. And it's, then in in, the, in December, January, there's not a lot going on so people are looking for that. Yeah. There's going to be a lot going on yeah. this I think this December. Yeah. I think we're also getting ready to hear like maybe today or tomorrow about the one car. Yeah. And I think uh, yeah. and the 41. Kurt's yeah. getting ready to get. Well, uh, here's the up. thing, man. I mean, Jim Otter reported months ago that Kurt Busch had signed with Ganassi. And, and, and obviously none of us know if that's true because we weren't in the room. But when a guy like Utter reports something, it's – it's true. Like he, he doesn't miss a lot of news like that, but I'll give it to Kurt and, and anybody else that was involved in this on the Stuart Haas side and Arganassi side. He's running for a championship. That announcement becomes a lame duck situation. It becomes a distraction. You have to give those guys kudos for holding it yeah. until yeah. he wasn't a yeah, championship contender anymore. But there again, you're going to announce it this week. Guess what? Nobody cares. Yeah. There's, there's, there's three other championship battles going on with 12 other drivers and and those guys are all going to be talking. And they might crap. not, you know. Maybe they're maybe if they're that smart to wait that long. They might just wait until, you know, next week or the week after. Yeah, but I mean, at the TJ's point, it, we're not done. Suarez has got to go somewhere. Kurt's got to go somewhere. The Jamie. tiff the tip piece has to play out. What's Jamie you do? Know, Jamie's probably not going to run full time. I actually talked yeah. to him a couple weeks ago, but I mean, he's got things going on. I mean, it, it can all change really, really quickly. You know, I guess my question along those same lines to y'all is, given the fact that all this is going on is 10 weeks too long for a playoff is it too long of a postseason i don't know i i don't probably like you know every other like it's basketball i feel is way too long i don't know if, how much you follow basketball but i feel like the basketball playoffs go on for two months and if that's way too long ours goes on for two months and two weeks two and a half yeah, yeah. so you know it's probably too long 
to get to the point we're at. Maybe we just need to start with less drivers. And That's is what that, I was thinking. It's too long and too many. Yeah, that first round is kind of. It's just, I feel like that first round is made for guys that look into wins. Yeah, that's that's kind of the way the I look at it. The whole college football season is 12 weeks. Our playoff <laughs> is 10. Like, you know, March Madness is March. They play freaking 100 games right there. Just bam, 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 yeah. bam, bam, bam. You know, like, it's it's awesome. So, I mean, I don't know what the ideal situation is. I don't have an issue with 16 drivers, but I'd love to see them get eliminated a hell of a lot quicker just to make it easy. You know, if we go 16 guys and it's over the course of four weeks and the, the, the bottom four every week are out, man, I want the fan to be able to – I was sitting in Denny's bus yesterday watching this thing play out really struggling to know who was in, who was out. Thank goodness NBC constantly had a graphic up with the points as they run because if you don't have that, nobody in America is smart enough to sit in stands and figure yeah. it out. Yeah. And it, and it's it's it handicaps. Uh, I think it's a little too aggressive with the point system throughout the season because a couple guys were almost locked into the final round by, well, yeah, in we, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, before it started. Yeah, I mean, oh, but you got a 49 guy and lead. Bell. Were, were out going into last week. Yeah. Like, how do you – that just shows how those bad guys have, they Those guys have it. the speed to race for a championship. And I think when it comes down to it, it should be it should be more about that and not not who has, like, you know, like a couple guys had 30, 40-point leads one time. I just some look point. at it from a momentum standpoint. It's hard to keep momentum for 10 weeks on a it championship is. run. At some point, you get the wind knocked out of your sails. And honestly, some of these guys – I want to see Kyle Busch race. I want to see. I want to see Martin race. I, I don't want to see them comfortably in ninth because they don't want to get too aggressive and take themselves out. I don't want to see that. I want to see these guys knowing they got to go past that guy to get in. Martin did it yesterday. yesterday I don't know if you guys. Did it. I don't yeah. know if you guys are watching. Yeah. He like he he was running third on the last restart and pitted and just went to the back. He said, "I want four tires and out of this mess." Yeah, and he just rode around the back because yeah, he was I, but he had see, a cat. I want to see Martin going for that win, man. Yeah. I mean, that's what I want to see. And good for Kyle for sticking it out. He had he was in a bad spot there. <laughs> Not that leading is a bad spot, but he was in – there was people behind him that wanted in front of him and needed in front yeah. of him. Yeah, So. Casey, your turn. He literally just stopped talking. Casey, hurry up. Let's go. <laughs> oh, NASCAR makes offer to buy ISC. Spot on, spot off, TJ. Um, you might want to start with Brett on this one. He'll probably have the most yeah, to say Brett, about Brett's it. Gonna, really Brett's going to be our go-to I'm spot, guy. I'm spot on, by the way. <laughs> I, I have never – I've not seen us make a move this smart in a long time. You know, and I haven't read Whoa. any articles about this. I have never heard Brett say that. I, have, I swear I to God, God he read, hasn't opened a vodka yet. <laughs> I've not read one single article about this, but I'm telling you right now, NASCAR makes offer to buy ISC. When I look at other major league properties like the Dallas Cowboys, they own their stadium. When I look at the Boston Red Sox, they own their stadium. Like, what makes them so valuable is the real estate business that they're in outside of the actual sport. And when you look at NASCAR, you know, NASCAR from a valuation standpoint is only as good as its TV contract. It's only as good as the agreement that it has with the tracks and where it intends to race in those markets. So for them to get into the real estate business and go on these racetracks and own that ticket sales and own all that TV revenue, now you got TV revenue coming in two ways. You got to go into your body and to your real estate group. So I am spot on for whoever was smart enough to say, go do this, because now NASCAR's valuable again. Not that yeah. they weren't valuable, but now they're really, really valuable. I this goes through. really hope that this helps from a sponsorship standpoint and ticket sales, because I feel like since the tracks are so separate, they are very expensive to have a sponsor act at well, any they, given track. Honestly, the, the tracks 
aren't really as worried about attendance at the racetracks as yeah. much. This, to me, that what this does is this gives NASCAR the flexibility to move things around schedule wise. Mm-hmm. Now they can do what they want with it. Now we we have opportunity to to move things around and make it make it more exciting. Right now we're just in this rut of the same stuff, kind of. It's the same yep. stuff. Let's go to some of these new places. Make it exciting. We don't have to go to these places two, three times, two times a year sometimes. Obviously, the big places are exciting. Daytona, Talladega are exciting and stuff. But let's go run somewhere else and try to – and then obviously you can come back and then it fills that one again. You're running there again. But it's cool yeah. because you don't have all this data from it. You don't have all this track time and stuff. Let's go run some new places. Make everybody – even it out. There was always a story when I got here that, that Bill France sitting in meetings and boardrooms would say, well, let me take off my NASCAR hat and put on my ISC hat. You don't have to do that anymore. Now this is more unified. And and while I certainly appreciate needing to raise capital, needing to be a publicly traded company like ISC was, we all know NASCAR is worth billions. So if they yeah. want to go buy it, go buy it. I just think it helps the overall unified process moving forward. And it helps NASCAR be valuable because when NASCAR said they were for sale, I'm like, what are you going to buy? If I'm if I have billions of dollars to come buy you, why wouldn't I just go hire Carl Edwards and Jeff Gordon and all those guys sitting at home, give them a big TV contract or a big contract, go get my own TV deal? Why would I buy NASCAR? Well, now there's a lot of reason to buy NASCAR just from the real estate get perspective. Get stuff with it. Yeah, get a lot of stuff with it. Let me get ask a lot you this. of flexibility. How long do you think it is before they try to maybe make the same move with SMI? Well, that's the question, man, because now – you know, NASCAR is going to own the track. And when you look at, I mean, we know they already own like Iowa and some of these deals, right? Yeah. I mean, they kind of got into that business a couple years ago. But when, when you look at the SMI piece, if NASCAR wants to write SMI off, guess what? They can. Yeah. There's nothing stopping them. If they got that list of tracks and they could add some easily too. that any, I mean, oh, Long Beach, you want to come? Hey, we'll come around Long Beach. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh yeah, we're, gonna, we're not going to run here this year because we own it anyway. We're going to run over I, here. I just feel like they're consolidating everything around the sport right now, and I think that's the most, the most logical move next is to do what they can to buy out SMI, and yeah. now you've got everything. You, know, you do. We've bought out – they bought out ARCA because ARCA was the only other one there yeah. that was creating live content. You know, you – you buy out, uh, you know. You see this week they Race bought out Racing Electronics. Yeah. You know they're just we consolidating could, everything. If they if they combine like Canon and Arco, which I'm thinking maybe happens down the road, they've already announced it. You could have a you could have a pretty competitively good series right there if you take the best of both of them. So they they, they announced the deal. It's it's kind of confusing to read, and I just got to see how it plays out. But it's going to be like three or four separate series, and then at the end of the year they all the whoever the I assume point leaders or they'll have like a chase of like maybe the top five guys from each series. I gotcha. And it'll, and so it's going to be like the Arca series is going to run the same tracks Arca runs. Kane will run the same tracks Kane runs. I think there's an even like a, a lower, maybe like a beginner. I forget exactly what the names are, but then at the end they all run like five races or something at big tra- you know, big, back That's cool. Forth. Yeah. That'll be fun yeah. to watch. So I think it's, I think it's 2020. So those guys will have in. their battles throughout the season against their, in that series. Themselves. But at the end of the year, almost like old Hooters. The show, it's like the old showdown type of deal too. When they go, everybody would go around Irwindale yeah, type thing. Exactly. Which there's, could be a fun place. There's to an saying right yeah. here, NASCAR, when you get to the track, you know, it was their bat, their ball, their field. Now it literally <laughs> yeah, is yeah, their <laughs> bat, their ball, their field. Yeah. They, uh, they, they said one time over, and I don't know if I've said this on a show before, but one, one time, they announced a, a penalty to uh, Larry McClure's team when they ran that number four Kodak car. And they were like, crew chief to the truck after the race. And that guy goes, yada, 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 yada. 
an official keys back up and he goes, "Hey Tower, this uh, this crew chief said he has somewhere to be." Said you and you you inform this crew chief this is an invitational series and he won't be invited back if he doesn't come to our truck after this race. Wonder where he had to be. One more, I guess, yeah. Jason. Uh, one more spot on, spot off. Brett and Timmy Hill. Hey, oh, Timmy Hill. That picture was Timmy so Hill. cute. That was. I, cute. I, I had a good picture. Wasn't yeah. It? So I was sitting there on my phone. We were on a break. I was watching the Gamecocks blow a lead against Florida, mm, and. Uh, I hear this guy talking to me, and I'm like, Who, who's talking to me? And I was literally staring down at my phone, and, and then I hear this guy go, you got a problem? I was like, Who? I look up, and I'm like, I'll be and then I look up, and it's Timmy Hill, and that son of a bitch is about six foot five. <laughs> I've got to hilarious. somebody a lot smaller to pick on moving forward, <laughs> because I don't really want to mess with a guy that's six foot five. It was So it was funny. Somebody come over. I think Josh come over and told me and TJ on Friday. He said, hey, hey, we had this planned out. Timmy Hill's coming up here to spot tomorrow. He's like, we got to tape him a spot next to Brett, which Brett stole his tape before. He didn't even know it was Timmy Hill. Sorry about that, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so TJ, I guess you were gone because you weren't doing the Xfinity race. Yeah. So I see him come up. Now, me and Brett were sitting together for a while and we we're watching the Gamecocks game. And I'm looking at the score a little bit and I see they're up big and now they're blowing it. And like five minutes later, here comes Timmy Hill. So Timmy Hill's talking to Josh, and Josh tells Timmy, hey, go over there and get Brett. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, Florida just scored to take the lead, and I'm like, this is not going to be a good time for this to happen. Of course I videoed it just for fun. Yeah. But so then, uh, yeah, so I see him get over there. I know Brett's mad as hell. And then he looks up, and they're fine. They're laughing, shaking hands and stuff. And then I walk back there to get a good picture of him. And I, I was just going to take a picture of him looking out on the racetrack. And right as I'm getting ready to take the picture, the two of them, like, look at each other. I'm like, oh, look at that one. <laughs> so he's, he's like, man, where are you standing? I'm going to stand beside you. I was like, yeah, over there somewhere. I hope you spot better than you drive. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. <laughs> Again, he was six foot five. Well, you said it now. So. <laughs> I was like, he actually said, I'm spotting my brother. I was like, you got to eat Thanksgiving together in two weeks. Don't suck. Yeah. <laughs> True. Timmy Hill, our guy. And let's take a break. This is your Exalta Race Center update. I'm Matthew Dillner. ISM Raceway in Phoenix was the stage as NASCAR raced to set the championship four in the big top three series. On Friday night, Brett Moffitt charged hard from third to first on the final restart to take the truck series win and put himself into the final at Homestead. He, Johnny Sauter, Justin Haley, and Noah Gregson will race for the championship at Homestead Miami Speedway this Friday. In Xfinity Series action, Junior Motorsports driver Justin Allgaier swept the first two stages but lost his brakes and a playoff bid after being involved in an incident on lap 145. Then Christopher Bell took the final checkered flag, giving him a spot in Saturday's finale at Homestead against Cole Custer, Daniel Hemrick, and JRM's Tyler Reddick. In Cup Series action, Kyle Busch put a stamp on his playoff berth by taking a win to lock himself in at Homestead. He'll face off against Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick, and Joey Logano in the championship finale at Homestead on Sunday. This has been your Exalta Race Center update. Exalta is the official paint partner of NASCAR, developing, manufacturing, and supplying coatings to all types of vehicles and industrial applications. For more on our great partner, Exalta, please visit them at exaltacs.com. At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community 
That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One main financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One main financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. And we are back. Let's head in the fast lane. We're all give these guys, uh, all give these, <laughs> these guys. I can't handle this show anymore. These guys. It's almost over. <laughs> Literally. A few topics, and uh, they will each have 30 seconds to respond. Thanks. Although, we're going to cut it to 15 because y'all are talking a lot, and there's three oh, of you. Oh, thanks to one man for the last three years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> First one, Dale Jr. mentioned on the broadcast that Kyle Busch could have let Eric Almirola win Sunday to knock Kevin Harvick out, so Busch wouldn't have to face Harvick at Homestead. Is this a scenario that drivers and teams considered during the race? TJ? I hate to say it, but it probably is con- is considered at some point. I thought they, I thought, you know, like obviously Truex made a decision to pit and go to the back. Um Kyle could have easily made that decision as well, and um, you know, it, and it could have put it could have put Harvick in a really bad spot. So um, I don't know. It, it it sucks to when it comes down to that type of situation. It's awesome to talk about this, but that's all you're ever going to do is yeah. talk about yeah. it. You, you're not just racing one person at Homestead. If you were, it would make sense for Kyle to forfeit a win, if you will, and let Eric Amarola win because I would much rather race Eric Amarola than Kevin Harvick for obvious reasons. But in the reality, that's not how the sport works. You got a chance to win. You go win. You go to Homestead. I mean, we like like Freddie said, we thought Kevin was lights out yesterday. Going to lead every lap. Going to just set the world on fire. One flat tire, and it changes the whole game. So because you're racing three other people, you don't you don't make decisions like that and give somebody a win. Nah, never. And there's there's no guarantee that it would. I mean, Eric didn't finish second. No, you know yeah. what I mean. So if Kyle. I, I don't. You, if he pits, and Brad probably beats Eric. The if, two's coming on tires. If, if you know, there, so even if you can talk about it, but there's no guarantee that Eric's going to win the race. So now you're all, you're just forfeiting your own win for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Or you just let Eric pass you. Yeah, but the, and then you ride around behind. Could, I mean, you could. I mean, you you could definitely <laughs> do it. And I, I mean, I'm sure it was talked about. Or you, the one thing is you can't talk about it. Yeah, right. because I, I we, think it's great that everybody is did. They're going for wins, man. Yeah. That's what you got to do. I, mean, I think that's what you do at the end of the day. Every time we saw a team it. go out of business for talking about altering the strategy of the chase, <laughs> Brett. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't talk. <laughs> I <didn't> tell you. <laughs> no, all you said is your arm itchy. Uh-uh. Uh, Clint, Clint had poison ivy. I'm telling you. <laughs> Eat up with it in the fall. Yeah. yeah. Saturday will mark Elliot Sadler's last race in his full-time career. What has been your favorite memory from the, his time in NASCAR? Brett. Oh, man. Why you got to bring this up? Um, I actually wore my Wood Brothers shirt today because it was our win at Wood Brothers. It was my sixth race ever spotting, 2001. Elliot and I started together in 99, but 2001 is when he won his first cup race. So to be there for that which was my first win. The Wood Brothers had never won at Bristol. Super special. But off the track, man, uh, the memories are way more important away from the race car and with his helmet off than they are with it on. You know, I mean, uh, I lived with a guy for over 10 years in his bus every single weekend. You know, I slept in a couch 
or on a couch, not in the couch. Uh, <laughs> and, and so for us to have had that time together and, and have the friendship that we have, and uh, it's just hard to see it all come to an end, you know? Yeah. Um, like you said, I, I've known Elliot pretty well the last couple of years, hanging out with Brett a lot. On the track, you know, we I got the chance to help them guys, Indy and uh, Watkins Glen, the last couple of years, so that was fun. Um, listening to him torture me about talking too fast and him talking way too slow. But uh, great guy off the racetrack. Like I, I said, I tweeted out last year or when he announced his stuff that, like, as good as a race car driver he is, he's an even better person off the racetrack. So uh, hopefully, you know, we'll see him around a little bit, but it's going to be sad to see him go this week. Um, I think my favorite, I think my favorite thing about Elliot on the, on the track and NASCAR was just watching him be as smart and as good as he was at plate tracks a lot of times, you know, he, he was always a factor. Um, and you could, you, he just knew exactly where to be and you could kind of, you could kind of see it. And, um, you know, he was always fun to watch and it, when, when you had another guy in the race with him, you, you, he was one of the guys you looked for cause you knew he was going to be a factor. Um, and it was, uh, he was real. I mean, he was just somebody you wanted to be near cause you knew he was going to be in the front. TJ's won the Daytona 500, won a lot of plate races. I've been fortunate enough to win some. And there's no better feeling with your driver than taking the lead at a plate race, especially the Daytona 500. I mean, you, the place goes nuts, you know. And, and, and Elliot is, in my mind, and will always be one of the best plate racers to ever put on a helmet. And I wish we'd won more races. You know, I mean, even this year, I think we had two or three seconds at the damn plate tracks. But, I mean, it is what it is. Can't look back. So, I, like, to me, these guys are – and it's – it's like watching Tom Brady play. You know, hey, you gotta. I hate playing against him. I'm a Bills fan. I don't like the guy, but you gotta respect how good they are at these places. And that's something that you, when you watch these plate races as a spotter, you see how good some of these guys really are. And you, you know, you gotta enjoy it. You gotta enjoy it while you can because you never, you know, they're gonna retire one day, and you're not gonna see. It's hard to replace stuff like that. Yeah. So. Um, I've enjoyed watching Elliot, you know, make them moves and enjoyed his driving ability and them, you know, doing that stuff. And uh, that's what I remember. Yeah. We've had a lot of good times, man. <laughs> I tried to tell him maybe we should announce next week we're writing a book. Uh, <laughs> we probably get death threats. <laughs> his, his humor, too, has always been his yeah. humor is always his personality out of the race car has always been one of the. A fan favorite, and people have always, you know, been attracted to Elliot because he's just funny. Well, he he's tells you he's this laid-back guy, but he's not. Like he's <laughs> this high-strung. Let's go do this. Let's party this. Let's do. I mean, like he, he gets going, man. He uh, he's not a laid-back guy at all. He's a fun guy, and and he's always been the life of the party at pretty yeah. much everywhere we've been. Yeah, you know? he's funny. Uh, met a lot of cool people. He and I have been a lot of cool places. So it's just a tough week. Like I told you, I am still waiting for Wednesday before I exclude you guys from this chase yeah <laughs> that 20 car was awful fast on saturday yeah he was <laughs> he was sorry casey i don't <laughs> want you going to go in a, t a tantric if they throw that 20 out this week what say you never know the four got thrown out last week they could throw the 20 out and screw your whole he final was four up. Uh, he yeah. only failed inspection four times before the race <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Odds I mean, are, that's really not that many Odds are after the race. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. just saying. I mean, if you've only failed it four times before the race, I'm sure you breezed right through post <laughs> race tag, right? <laughs> She's quiet. Penalties and pit road mistakes have plagued playoff drivers in recent weeks. 
what potential problem do you foresee challenging title contenders most at Homestead? Freddie. Uh, like, you know, we, like we talked about, these guys on Sunday, yesterday, they every one of them that had a penalty or an issue was a guy that if they would have won the race was in the you know was going to go to Homestead. And the four who's been pro- – I'd say the fastest car all year has had a ton of pit road issues. Whether he sped, they've had issues on pit road with loose wheels – so, I mean, anything can happen, and as fast as these cars are going to be this week, we've seen it year in, year in, year out. The final four are the fastest four cars at Homestead. They're going to be in the top five all night long. Um, all yeah. Night long. It's really easy to take yourself out of the race. It's real easy to do, and we push it right to the edge. Um, we've actually, uh, with the 22, have been really good on pit road this year. We've... Lights Only, out last well, few it, weeks. We we don't we don't beat ourselves a lot of times. We don't get penalties, and the pit crew is on fire. So, um, I, you know, I I don't like that. I think we've got an advantage right there on the rest of them because we're not going to push the envelope on it. Kyle's pretty good at Kyle's pretty good at not getting penalties. He does once in a while as well. Um, but yeah, like you said, the four gets a lot of them. Man, I really think it comes down to track position in this thing, which puts a lot of weight on these pit crews. Uh, the drivers have to pay attention to details. They know how to race. They can race almost with their eyes closed. But when you look at the small things, the coming to pit road, the managing pit road, the not driving through too many pit boxes, not pitting out of your pit box, like there's so many small detailed things that these guys can mess up. And, and there's going to be so much focus on going fast on the track. They've got to concentrate there. But for some reason, man, as hard as it's been to pass the last few weeks, I just think it comes down to – who wins the race off pit road at the last point that we have a pit stop? And the 22, I'm telling y'all right now, that pit crew, I've been watching them. I mean, I literally walked down to TJ somewhere and said, did you get four tires? And he said, yeah, and I couldn't believe it. Like, that pit crew's been lights out. And and one of the things you have to watch for this week that I think will be tricky is communication. You talked about this. You dealt with it. at You know, you lost your crew chief after Phoenix, went to Homestead in the chase, yep. and it's just that communication where – I don't know if, you know, the four cars obviously not going to have Rodney there. So now, you know, they're coming down the backstretch, pit roads open. Are they talking to Rodney? Is somebody on that box making the call? Like, you know, you get there and you don't know exactly what to do. Like, you know, you need that that stern voice to say, are you know, you're pitting or you're not pitting? Let's go. So, you yeah. know, miscommunication there could be a big factor this week. It could be. You're you're for the four team. <laughs> like people go, oh, he lost his crew chief. Not a big deal. It, it Homestead, it's a huge deal because – they have the ability to interact with Rodney, whether it's a chat room or whatever, right? The guy's not in jail. Yeah. He's just not on the pit box. So, I mean, let's state the obvious there. But that split second or two that it takes to, to relay information and then relay that same information to Kevin or the spotter can be the difference of you missed the, the, the pit road entry or you didn't. So those guys are at a deficit without their leader, even with a guy like Tony Gibson on the pit box. It, it's going to be it's going to be a challenge. Yeah, and even the communication on the track, too. This is a very line-sensitive track, so you're going to have guys moving around and letting letting your driver know where the guy is behind you and stuff and what he's doing is going to be super important. Yeah. This might be a really good topic. Pringles unveiled a Thanksgiving-themed turkey stuffing and pumpkin pie-flavored chip. No way. I know. If you could create your own chip flavor, what would it be? Tito's and water with an orange. Freddy first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I drink Tito's and soda. Sorry. Uh, Freddie, what would your favorite chip be if I you could know. make one? I, the, the turkey one sounds kind of good. I know. The, the, I'm not a big pumpkin spice person or whatever. Oh, I can't stand anything. Well, actually, yeah, I shouldn't say that. I drink some pie. pumpkin beer. 
but that's about it. But the turkey and stuffing one might be pretty good. I don't know. You going to get some, Jason, and bring them in for the next show? Of course. Just kidding. Don't have any money. It's got to be something with bacon, right? I mean, I'd, I'll I'd, have, to go, I'd have to go the bacon <laughs> route. I, I mean, something with bacon. Bacon makes everything better. <laughs> I agree. I want sausage, <laughs> egg, and cheese all scrambled together like Grandma made it. On a, <laughs> like a flavored yep. chip? Yeah. With grits. Grits, sausage. You guys should see this guy eat egg, breakfast. We were on cheese. vacation somewhere. Jesus, it's like a he just it's a plate of everything just piled on top of grits. You get two eggs over medium, and then you get grits <laughs> with cheese, and then you get sausage patties, and then you tear the sausage patty up, and you just stir all that stuff together. That's what I kind of Pringle I want. It's I want a fillet, a fillet, <laughs> fillet Pringle. That fillet. Disgusting. <laughs> they got some disgusting flavors already. Oh, there is some really gluten some free, fat. aren't they? The vodka is. I saw it right here. Oh, yeah, right. I know. I've looked at that label for <laughs> oh, so long. sorry. That's what I was looking at. <laughs> Gotta love vodka. Ask CBC. Uh, first question. I like race cars. One. Love the name. Asks, for the second year in a row, the same four companies are in the championship four. Which different company do you see taking Furniture Row's place in the final four next year? I, first of all, I say it won't be a different company next year. I think you'll have either two Stuart Haas cars or two Gibbs cars to take the 78 spot. But I think if a different team, if you're going to pick one team, I'd say probably Ganassi with the 42 car. Um, and I think everybody's kind of deathly afraid of ha- having to race him at Homestead in the chase. But, uh, if he, you know, if he can put a couple good races together, you know, through this 10-week playoff that we've talked about and manage to stay in it, I think he'd be, you know, I, uh, you know, obviously you have Hendrick Motorsports also, but I, I would just go Kyle Larson. That's a really good call because Ganassi, if they're doing what I think they're doing, is in the process of maybe landing a really, 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 really smart engineer yeah. uh, that, that's out there on the market. And if they do that, I think it helps them. But how do you not say Hendrick Motorsports? You know, I look at this question and it's like, okay, Penske's represented, Stuart Haas is represented, Gibbs is represented. The other one that's represented, Furniture Row, is going out of business. So if I'm going to have to say which team takes that place, I don't. I, I got to say Hendrick. Because the nine, I don't know how, but the last 10 weeks, man, he's been on fire. He's yeah. been fast. Yeah, to me, it's hard not to – not to see Brad sneak in there as well. We, to me, we had no idea you would say a Penske. Car. I mean, he's one. <laughs> Honestly, I would see I would see two Penske cars next year. All four Penske cars, even though they only have three. <laughs> <laughs> to me, well, it's going to come down to how good. Four. To me, it's going to be how good the new car is. If the Ford's really fast, I could see, I could see that happening. But it's all going to. I thought the Chevy was going to be faster than it was. Yeah, and it's not. So um, to me, it's going to be on how good the new car is, and that'll, you know, obviously. It's real easy to say a Gibbs car is going to be in there. That's a, I mean, that's obviously going to be a, they're going to be a huge factor. Um, I, I don't know if I'd necessarily see a new company sneaking in there, but if one does, I could definitely see it being Ganassi. Leland Henry Six wants to know what is the funniest or craziest thing you have seen while on the spotter stand during a race? Brett, we'll start with you. Um. There was this one time at Talladega. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> the funniest or craziest thing I've seen on the spotter stand. Like on the spotter stand or from the spotter stand? From perspective. Like looking down. 
probably that dude that walks around with that hard hat on that's got that thing, got contraption that allows him to funnel four beers at one time. <laughs> and he goes to the flag stand at almost every racetrack, and he gets the, the fans all fired up. I know Dillner's seen him running around when he had that camera down there all them years. And this dude, just he's got on all this America stuff, you know, flag, stars, and stripes, and he just starts slamming all these beers everywhere. <laughs> it's pretty impressive with no shirt on. And then yeah. Freddie became a spotter. You Fred, believe it? Yeah. So then I got my big break, and it was great. <laughs> I wonder where that guy had been. I saw Freddie. Uh, I think the craziest thing I saw was I saw Freddie, I think, at Michigan, running down that top and all the garage, the suites down there. <laughs> it, it was this year, wasn't that it? Was, yes, that was this year. So I look down there, and there's just – I see this guy run up these steps, and I, I it caught my eye because he was pretty much unclothed. And yeah, he was, then he ran He ran up the steps and ran down most of the thing and then back down where you couldn't see him. Yeah, he was naked. It yeah. looked like. I was like, oh. he wasn't naked. He had like a body Was it under caution? I don't know. It must I, have been. I saw it because I normally wasn't looking there, but I was looking around like, I saw that guy running and I had like a green Speedo or something yeah, on. It was, he had like a bodysuit. It was a, it with a yeah. green speedo. It was. I looked around. I'm like, did anybody else see that? I Am saw. I imagine in that. No, I saw. Yeah. It. yeah, we were in Kentucky one time, and we oh, we noticed that there's a. <laughs> Here we go with Kentucky. <laughs> we noticed that there's smoke rolling out behind the spotter stand. Oh, yeah. We turn around and look, and some idiot had put a grill oh, yeah, in the I was back there. of his truck and butted <laughs> it up next to the cab, and the grill was hot. So guess what the grill did? It caught the damn truck on fire, and it burnt the truck to the ground. I remember that. And the people's yeah. cars around them, their right. cars started catching on fire. Imagine going in, and here's this nice, pretty little Jaguar sitting beside of this piece of pickup truck. <laughs> and you come out, and your Jaguar is burnt to the ground. That's exactly what happened. But we were all sitting up, and this was under green. You know how hard it is to spot the race and watch a truck burn to the ground? <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Especially when it was I mean, on the backside. You know, you had to have your back to the racetrack to see the truck. Yeah, yeah. I would say a couple of other crazy things that stand out real quick are the um, the traffic at Kentucky that one year. We were three-quarters of the way through the oh, race. Oh, yeah. And it was still coming in. Yeah. You people and couldn't never got to the – I remember talking to people, and they made it, it for the bad. checkered flag. Yeah. Like, that's when we got there. The fog at Pocono. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. fog at Michigan that time. The dust at Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. That was uh, – Interesting. By far times. the craziest thing I've seen is that dude on the fence at Richmond. Richmond. That, I like, met his daughter. Like, I never. I remember that. It was the next year we were there <laughs> at the uh, hotel, right? At the hotel. Yeah, yeah she was working yeah. the desk. Yeah. But I just like I never saw the guy like up there, and I forget. I don't know if I was spotting for Trevor or Biffle at the time, and they're like, I think, I think there's a person on the fence, and I'm like, what the hell did he just say? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, you start looking, I'm like. There's a guy right. sitting on top of the fence yeah. down there. Yeah. Um, and, but like you said. One skin uh, with no shirt on. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> I mean, we like people. I don't know what hey, does it with NASCAR racing. No shirt. Like, you know, we talk about Talladega. You see a lot of people without shirts on the grandstands of Talladega. Best yeah. seat in the house <laughs> he had, man. We There was a nice young lady that was showing a little bit too much. Well, yeah. I mean, some people would consider it too much. The spotter stand didn't really seem to it mind. It was hot that day, though. It was hot. Yeah. I, I mean, I felt bad for I mean, she guys had to take, take that shirt off. off. Nobody I likes mean, tan was, lines. Nah. Tommy Baldwin was up there that day, yeah. and uh, he was. I was spotting for him, and he was the car owner. So, uh, we're. I mean, it's Talladega. We're, I think it was under caution. And I said, hey, on the other channel, Tom Jones, I said, Tommy, look down about 10 rows. You sons of <laughs> is this what you do up here all day <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Under uh, caution. Allegedly. <laughs> All right, well, anything we going to rant about today? Championship picks. Here we go. Who you got for trucks, Brett? 
Oh, Sauter, Haley, Moffitt, Gregson, man. Sauter's been really fast. Moffitt, everybody's screaming about his motor for some reason, saying he's he's at an advantage with the motor. Those guys have been in fast a mile and a half. Gregson talked to the guy a few weeks ago about maybe coming to help him out next year spotting. Not sure if that'll pan out yet or not. Um, it's hard to not to go with Johnny Sauter, though. Experience. TJ? Uh, I mean, Sauter, Gregson's going to be fast, but does he make a mistake? If there's a late race restart and Brett Moffitt's in first through fourth, he probably wins the race. He, he, yeah. It, so. this, I feel like this one's a throw him up in the air and see what yeah. happens. And Haley's aggressive, man. He's been good, too. He, yeah, he kind of quietly hides out there, and as soon as something happens, he pounces. So Who you got? I'm taking Moffitt with his big cheater motor. <laughs> What's up with his mustache? Yeah. He needs, Not a fan. Tell he me. needs to shave that off. Xfinity <laughs> Series. <laughs> Call it out. <laughs> Who you got? We got Custer, Bell, Hemrick, and Reddick. Custer whooped everybody's ass in this race last year, and it wasn't even close. But I'm taking Christopher Bell. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Great reasoning. So my, my, whole th- my whole thing about that was, like, I watched our car, you know, be basically confiscated all weekend at NASCAR, and then they have an official stand with you all weekend at the racetrack. So you can't do anything that they're not watching you do. And Custer, in the meantime, wasn't in the championship four and gets to do whatever he wants. <laughs> and he does go out there and dominate that race. I mean, so, but I don't know if it's because his car was that great or maybe he had some things in there that we didn't have. You know, I want to, I want to say Custer, but man, Bell is such feast or famine. He's all in or all out. And so for that reason, I'm going to talk myself into saying Custer. I'm going to take Bell or Sadler, whichever one, whichever one, (laughs) whichever the two make it. (laughs) I'll take whatever one of them make it. Oh, Custer. I just think Bell, I, I, you know. You see Kyle Larson get up there and ride the wall, and you kind of see the same attributes of Seabell there. Yeah. So I, I feel like I don't he'll think be he'll really do it good. yet. I don't think he'll do that until he has to. But when I think he does, he'll be fast. That's what I'm saying. He's the only guy in this group that I think can actually run that wall like that. Yeah. But his car is so fast. I don't think he's going to have to do it the yeah, whole time. Yeah, he might not have to do it. But he will eventually. And when he does, he's going to be fast. Yeah. If my last name were Custer, General. I would legally change it General. to Custer Lee. You know how you know how those women get married and they love their maiden name so much that they hyphenate they, they want to yeah like I would do Custer dash <laughs> Brett Custer <laughs> F U C H nobody right? knows what you said P H U C K P H V H U C K Brett Custer <laughs> that's what I do you uh, have thought about this a way too much we, we get that. bored during practice I got <laughs> and then just think then if your kid has that name. And then has to add another name to it. Custer <laughs> Haynes. Uh, Look at that. Am I married? Look at what we Cole? did there. What would you, if you had a boy, what would you name it? Oh, be all, something could be good. Bodie, you name it Bodie. No, it'd be something uh, to go with the Oh, you're the, talking about Custer? Custer? Yeah. General? Uh, major. <laughs> major Custer. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be. <laughs> I'm sorry, you have to edit yeah. like the whole show. <laughs> Cup series, keep digging. Still your show for now. TJ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're gonna For at least twenty five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, Hurry not up. coming back next year. Who you got, TJ? I mean, we have Logano, but really? <laughs> so TJ, you're gonna go with? Uh, right, let me go Harvard? for someone else. Yeah. Did you Ooh, say uh, Bowman? He's not in this. Oh, la da da da. Um, I'm assuming Logano. All right, Brett, who, who's Thanks. your pick? Um. I can't imagine TJ picking Logano. I know. What are you thinking? I mean, Harvick has won the most races. Harvick has the biggest challenge ahead of him. 
I really feel like it's between him and Bush. But if it does come down to that pit stop deal, I honestly don't know. Like, I feel like this is one where you look at it and go, any four of these guys could win at this track. They could all be fast, and and, and they're going to drive their guts out. That's the coolest part. And I'm going to be sitting there watching. So did you pick one or no? (laughs) I don't know who to pick. You still have to pick. None of us really know who's going to pick. you got to pick one. I'll just pull a TJ and pick Harvick because I wear Stuart Haas clothing. (laughs) I'm taking Kyle Busch just because you took Harvick. Yeah. No, I just like you said. I just think that somewhere there's going to be some kind of issue with communication or pit road penalty. Uh, Real those, men like Bush. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <sighs> but I just think I think Kyle's been the most consistent guy all year long, and I think he'll close it up. You picked him. Real men like Bush. I'm yeah. on your side. Kyle. I mean, we've only got one guy here that hadn't won a championship. So does he have more pressure? Uh, I know he'll do what it takes if the opportunity comes up. I know he will too. So and I, he'll and wreck you, and then he'll grin like a possum. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to hit you. I think um, you all right. You know, Joey's prob- Joey's very aggressive, and he's very good in them situations. In my opinion, I'm watching him, he's very good when it comes down to like that. And if it comes down to a late race restart, or we've been really the last mile and a half have been pretty good for us. A pole at Kansas uh, ran really well at Texas. Um, so I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I know these guys been able to work on that car a lot. Since Martinsville, they've been able to put a lot of emphasis on it. So I know we'll go there and be ready. It's going to be fun. TJ, bring us home a championship. Yeah. DBC's Boy, never be, won a championship before. God, I can't imagine all the Tito's we'll get for that. <laughs> uh, Casey, thanks for uh, host, my last show, guys. Thanks, so thanks for hosting thanks all for year. We, we wish fans. you the best in your future endeavors. <laughs> so, hey, if we if we do win the championship, we could have a Tito's championship party. Yeah. Show. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm down for Tito's yeah. party anyway. Me and Brenner getting ready to do a shot of Tito's yeah. right now. Oh. All right. Well, oh. this is my last show. So uh, thanks, definitely. guys. Just quit. <laughs> She's definitely going to live in a house of two garage doors. <laughs> two. They're two. Uh, two. <laughs> I'm not. I want to <laughs> see a picture of the back of your house <laughs> later. I don't want any. I don't just send it to me. I don't want to keep this between us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad we came and killed an hour of our lives so we could just championship week. Best of luck to TJ. Uh, fans, man, if you're close to there, go. It'll be yeah, fun. Weather's going to be good. awesome. Hope it doesn't rain on Thursday because I got a day off Thursday now that I don't have anything to do on Thursday. You go tan. And you go yes. early too, don't you? Yeah. Are you going to be there Thursday? I will. When are you going down? Uh, Wednesday. When, where are you staying? My family lives there, so I'm going to stay with them. Where's that at? The Fort Lauderdale. Of, the house of two back doors. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my house. <laughs> hey, get it right, TJ. Hers is the one with two my, back doors. Sorry. <laughs> She's so angry about it. Thanks for listening. Hey, we'll be back yeah. next week. All uh, three of us again. Freddie's joining us to wrap this year up. And, uh, Jason, I've already quit. <laughs> Jason will be here, and Casey just gave her notice. <laughs> or, right. or fired. One of the two. Yes. Nobody's firing you. You're yeah. quitting. We're just talking you into resigning. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. We're out. I'll See ya. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliot Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.